0: good afternoon everybody welcome to the elm park rules podcast supported by blue collar street food i'm alex hosting today's podcast uh, fa cup third round defeat away at luton town one nil to luton and uh, to discuss the 90 minutes of pure unadulterated action i've been joined by two mats today uh, matt williamson back with hello. us sorry hello <laughs> And for the first time on the podcast, I've been joined by uh, my younger sibling, Matt Everson. Oh, yeah, the
1: reason why I love the football so much.
0: Well, right. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. Um, so before the game, we obviously knew that this game was going to see a lot of heavy rotation. I'm going to have to come up with a way to distinguish between the two of you because you're both Matt. And uh, so Matt uh, Williamson, team news before the game. We saw a lot of rotation, which was probably quite expected. Um, Pendlebury coming in for his debut, South would get a good chance in goal. Uh, Bulldog starting up front was maybe a little bit of a surprise, though.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people wanted Melvin Lambert to come in and uh, get his first full debut, but um, although obviously you only have one full debut. Um, but I think that Bulldog, up until now, has been a squad player that. Um, needs to be managed and he hasn't had that many chances. Obviously he got a few runs out in uh, December, but after this, I'm not convinced that he'll be used as much with players coming back in. I think it's just to keep him happy within the squad. We've seen before what can happen when, um, when players get excluded um, either out of the team completely um, in the case of Gomez time or just not playing as many minutes as they want. So I think, yeah, I think that choice was more about squad management than about maybe tactics.
1: I think the squad management aspect of it, though, you could argue, would Lambert be there sort of saying, you know, I I should be getting in. You're not going to be using uh, um, Bulldog in the future. So what's the point?
2: I think it's a lot easier to keep Bulldog, uh, sorry, Melvin Lambert, kind of at bay for a little bit longer. he's a youth player. I don't think he's going to be as vocal about those sort of things like obviously if, if you're thinking long term then yeah it doesn't really make sense for yeah. Bulldog to be playing these minutes at all but I um when you're in a playoff promotion push you just want to keep the squad like yeah. as as cohesive as they possibly can be That's
0: that. we also saw starts for uh, Jaden Onan today and uh, Pendlebury as well got his his debut um what, what did you think of Pendlebury today Matt Everson
1: Yeah, um, I think he had a solid game. I don't think he, uh, you know, made any headlines or or, or anything like that. But he had a good game, Uh, you know, six out of ten, six and a half out of ten. I think he's the kind of player where we could put him on the bench, bring him on for 15 minutes at the end of a championship game and just try to get more minutes, see, you know, has he got it in him? Potentially loan him out next season uh, to get more minutes and more game time but yeah he played well you know he didn't he didn't play amazing but he played well
0: i think the first 15 minutes first 20 minutes of the game very very scrappy very scrappy game um, i'm not quite sure how much of the game everybody would have seen given the glare which was on the camera especially during the first half but the first uh, 15 20 minutes not a lot really happened not a huge amount to to go through there uh, i would say though after about 20 minutes uh, matt um luton kind of started to to dominate the game and they found a lot of space down our our right hand uh our left hand side um in between dorset and onan um, and you saw a lot of those kind of direct crosses from deep coming in uh, and that's where the first well and only goal of the game came from uh on 30 minutes take us for it
2: yeah um I think that Reading have a tendency this season to get uh, pulled to one side and the switch is always um, a useful ball. We saw that against like Brentford when uh, De Silva pinged it across to um, um And a very similar thing happened here where the ball out to Bree means that Bree has plenty of time uh, to pick a cross out. And I think... I think it's Elise that isn't tracking the run of Moncure, um, and he just gets a free volley in the end. Um, I think Estevez has a man. I think Aluko is trying to track the uh, left back. And yeah, I think it's Elise that was watching Monker but uh, drifts off of him as he runs into a box. Um, as you say, they kind of used our left-hand side quite a lot, um, just overloading that space, obviously with two... Like fairly new players, it it was always going to be tough. Um, I thought they played relatively well, but um, maybe just the experience wasn't there. The I guess that left hand side,
0: especially, I think it was was it Dorset uh, Bristow? It was Bristow, I think, who li- lined up on the left hand side, not Dorset, um, with Onan in front of him. Neither of them have really had much much experience in the first team, and as you say, perhaps uh, just a lack of experience and. The goal was described by Matt Lancy on our watch long as, as very Sunday League with the with the cross being probably about thirty meters into the air before monker manages to get a touch on it. Um, I mean, and, it's and... a
1: very good touch for a Sunday League, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true. So, and, and Southwood doesn't really get much of a chance of it, does he? No. No. Um I
1: mean, If he saves that, you're talking oh, Southwood's had this great game and all that sort of stuff. I don't expect him to save that.
0: What did? What did you think of Southwood's performance um, overall today? Uh, the first half, I felt like he was a, maybe a little bit nervous.
1: Uh, yeah, but he doesn't... Uh, it's the problem is he doesn't have enough game time in him at the moment. So when he is playing first-team football, you're going to be a little bit nervous, I think, is um, you want to prove yourself. I don't think... It, it, I mean, it's similar to the rest of the players. He had a good game. He didn't... Um, make a case to say I should be first team tomorrow um but he didn't make any glaring errors and and, and and looked out of place as such um a little nervous maybe but i don't think that's unfair given that you know you are your first time coming into the squad for a while
0: and what what do you think of the raphael to um raphael dropped claims now do you reckon that's uh, <laughs> probably dead in the water
2: i, I think so i it was always going to be difficult for uh, southwood to stake a claim based on one match and given that we've seen rafael um played up until now after you know a few mistakes it's going to take something quite big for him to be dropped um i've been having a conversation with various people about this and they feel that um it would almost be unfair to bring in southwood given that he not only would be trying to play for the number one jersey he would also be trying to play for a contract at the end of the season and it might just be too much pressure on someone quite so young Um, and I think that's a perfectly reasonable uh, thing to say and therefore Raphael probably will keep that jersey just because of the experience he has.
0: Moving into the end of the first half, Reading didn't really manage to create much to try and get themselves back into the game However, it did look like we started to pull away in the second half in terms of comfortableness and domination. Um, we had a number of shots in that first 25 minutes of the second half and, and Reading really started to dominate. Semedo had a, a long-range effort, followed up by Baldock, uh, which we, we won a corner off. And What did you think of Semedo's performance today?
1: Yeah, I, I thought Semedo was really solid. Yeah, I was watching along with the with the watch along. Um I thought he had a solid game and he is arguably good enough to be starting week in, week out. It all depends on how we rotate the squad, all that sort of stuff. Um, but he, he had a good game and I would have liked to see him, I think, maybe create a bit more. Um, and that's kind of what we're missing. Alise didn't do that much uh, from a creation perspective and could have, made her have done some stuff, potentially. Um, but I thought he had a good, solid game.
0: No, Again, first... that's my
1: opinion of most of the players. Unfortunately, today is no one, no one was really poor, and no one was really great. So, well,
0: and that's we kind of kind of what you got
1: a little bit, but yeah,
0: kind of what you're going to get in a third-round FA Cup game where you've yes. lost one hill at a team in the same division, I guess.
2: Yeah. Um, I've, first... I've got to say, I do disagree about Samedo. I didn't think he played that well. Um, it's difficult when you're coming in for such an established pair as uh, Laurent and rinomota but he didn't track runs into the left hand channel too well uh he lost the ball quite a lot with short passes and given that he was one of the senior players in that team i thought he should be doing better i'll
1: definitely give you he gave the ball away a lot um and i don't think that's a uh, singular single to him out i think a lot of the players their passing was poor um you know in, in the middle uh it, the amount of times we gave the ball away was just too much, and the easy balls as well. And yes, Mado, he did do that. On your own.
0: The first major chance we had. Baldock has a, a long-range effort saved by the keeper, and, and Onan comes in for the rebound. Um, and Onan's, Onan's shot is then saved by the goalkeeper with his with his foot. Um, pretty good double save there, uh, Matt.
2: Yep, I thought Sluga had a a decent enough game. I don't think any of the shots were in the corner or difficult enough to trouble him, really. It's 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 a solid game without being spectacular on his part. Um, I, th- I can't remember if it was this Bulldog chance or a different one, but um, one of them was set up by a nice little Estevez spin. Um, I think that was the later one. Was it later one? I will yeah. save that for later then. Um, but yeah, I thought Bulldog... Um, well, both Bulldog and O'Nan had big chances that they didn't manage to convert on, and um, Sluga um, historically hasn't been that great in goal, um, but has been a little bit better this season. Annoyingly, because otherwise, I think we might might have been even.
0: Yeah, I do. He definitely had a reputation last year for being a little bit of a, a dodgy keeper, despite being their record signing. And we did get more chances in that second half, and. I think this might have been from the Bulldog uh, shot that you were mentioning just then. The Aluko chance, uh, this pretty much sums up Sane Aluko's time at Reading is he's managed to get into the right area and blaze the shot miles over. Um, Talk (laughs) us us through it.
2: Yeah. It's just one of those, it's not massively dissimilar to Onan's at the end of the game. Um, And, the difference being one of them is a, an, a guy just out of the academy, and one of them's our record signing. Um, and when you're our record signing, you should probably be burying a shot that is six yards out and under almost no pressure, and instead, he just gets completely under the ball. I, I think he's trying to go top shelf, as they would say in ice hockey, because the keeper's kind of going low to try and cut that off, but he just he. He, he goes too top shelf.
0: Yeah, he he really has tried to break the net when he's put it in and mm. just absolutely smashed it right over the bar. And it's um, potentially
1: the, the, the problem Eluko's had over the past couple of years at Reading is that he tries so hard. I, I never say Eluko just walks around the pitch, but he almost tries too hard and never sort of gets into a groove and, and plays his natural game. It's He, he
0: lacks composure, I think, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he, he he sometimes he he he, and it's I think it's a comment on on some of uh, some other of our players as well is that they they sometimes tend to panic um, under pressure and and despite the fact that you as you said Matt Aluko wasn't really under pressure here I guess it's kind of a pressurized situation as it were to to finish off a chance uh, e- anyway even if there's no real pressure on you as a player so it, it does feel a little bit like Aluko has that tendency to kind of panic when. Things are maybe getting too big for him, as it were.
2: Yeah, we've seen him. We have seen him uh, tuck a couple of chances away that I think at the time I was quite surprised he took against Bournemouth. um, Particularly, we've seen him in those sort of areas a lot. And as you say, either fires wide or doesn't quite get the right shot off.
0: He's, he's a 90% player, isn't he? he? He can do 90% of his job really well, but the final 10% is the 10% you really need him to get right, and he doesn't too often. Yeah,
2: I, I thought he was getting better. And, and to be fair to him, this season, I think he he has been a lot better than previously, whether that's just because he's had a run in the team and feels a bit more settled. But in a game with one goal in it, those are the kind of chances you need to take. Definitely. Mezzaluko
1: is, is meant to be arguably our most senior person in the squad or one of our most senior people in the squad and he doesn't put in the performances that would suggest he is the most experienced or senior person in the squad um you know playing him in a third round FA Cup it would be the kind of game where you would expect him to to control the game a little bit and and be a, a real highlight player and he just he didn't he doesn't do that um and he hasn't done all seasons but he'll have the odds really nice moment where you go actually yeah that's the Luco we we want to see and we want back but he doesn't do it for 90 minutes where you go aluco's man of the match
0: yeah and we had a couple of other chances later into the game as well um finally maybe for the not the first time this season but one of a few times this season we we kind of got a a youtube highlight moment from from estevez uh with his jinking run from from or must have been what the halfway line
2: uh yeah and i think that this game really shows what a lot of reading fans thought we were getting from estevez and i think a lot of that especially in the second half was because he had a player in front of him who who hugged the touchline and gave him the run inside rather than um estevez trying to run into traffic basically like Almost every video you see of Estevez is him trying to run centrally, and um, he doesn't seem to have it when he wants to go around the outside. So thankfully, as you say, uh, we got this highlight of him with a a lovely little um, Maradona turn is how I've always known it as. I'm not sure if it's got a different name, Um, but then... um, yeah, just flicks it through to Bulldog, who has a shot from 20 yards. I'm not sure if Bulldog could have done something different there. I mean, Estevez was running alongside him, and I think there was a player coming in from the left. But um, this is another one I think Onan follows up on um, and doesn't quite turn home. So in some ways, it's the right option, shoot across the keeper, try and give that guy the, the rebound. But Again, Luton both had bodies back and Sluger got up quickly and made a double save, I think. So, as I say, on another day, Sluger has a terrible game and Reading score two or three, but unfortunately not today.
0: No, and, and Sluger made yet another save as we, we went into injury time of what was probably Reading's best chance of the day. And uh, Matt, talk okay. us through Melvin Lambert's, Mel, Melvin Lambert's chance there at the end. It was a great
1: chance. I can't remember who put it put it through to him. Uh, it was out from the left, wasn't it? Was it Elise?
0: Come no, right. Elise through was through off him, the field but... by then. Oh, okay.
1: But um I mean the ball through to him. Great ball. He's in so much space. And did did um did the keeper get a touch on it or did he just chip it and it hit the, the bar? Because I was I wasn't totally sure but it was a great chance. Um and that's the kind of moment you imagine imagining you dream of as an academy player coming on FA Cup third round scoring in stoppage time to uh take you through to to extra time, um, great chance hits the bar. You know, it's unlucky. Comes back out and is it? Uh, was it owning again?
0: Yeah, it was owning again. Yeah, owning
1: again. And uh, leans back. You know, blows it over the bar. Um, that was the chance of the last probably fifteen minutes that we had cause it went a bit quiet before then. And we, you know, since we made all the subs at about the seventy fifth minute mark, um, and that was the chance. As soon as that went over, it's it's game over, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And, um, and I think the thing that you have to bear in mind is that these guys are 18 and 19 years old, um, Melvin Lambert and Onan, and they're getting in the right positions. I know it's something that you hear on Sky Sports all the time, like, eventually, the goals will come. And I think that the, the biggest positive out of today is that we were creating those chances, even if we weren't necessarily converting them. Um, and the uh, the the only question really is when does Melvin Lambert make that step up um, and and replace Bulldog as our third or fourth striker, depending on whether you class Mate a as a striker.
1: And I feel like I'd be making that case now, and you know I'm all for one for bringing the youth through straight away and and giving them that time because the goals will come. Um, well, I, I don't think see the point in this having Bulldog, I get your point around squad co- cohesion. I totally get that. Um, but I I don't see us sustaining the playoff push. I think we'll be around about there at the end of the season, but I just don't think we've got the squad depth. So I'd rather sort of start bringing in people uh, who are going to be the future for for the club.
2: Well, it becomes easier to drop Bulldog as we get closer to June and his contract expires. I think you had to keep him for the first half of the season happy enough. And then from this point, he's had his chances. He hasn't converted and... If Melvin Lambert can make that step up, I see no reason why not. The only thing you might say is that you want Melvin Lambert playing consistent football in the mm. under-18s or under-21s um, that he's not going to get coming off the bench. But then again, we've seen uh, panovic recently play uh, put players on the bench that have played the day before in the under-21s. So I don't know if that necessarily comes into it.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of, of youth players in and around the bench for league games already this season. Um, And I mean, talking of the future for Reading, we ended up with 10 of 11 of our players on the field at the end of the game there um, were from the academy. Good, great stat there from Talk Reading. um, Credit to you. And it's got to be said that the academy is there producing players at what looks to be a decent enough level at the minute, even if we didn't go on and get a win today, um, no player really did themselves a disservice, did they?
1: No, no, no one did themselves a disservice. And we've got to give credit to the academy and they do bring through the goods. It, the, how many academies out there bring through? We probably have maybe a player a season come through from the academy that we're like, actually, they are potential first team material, which... You know, not a lot of academies do that. We have one of the better academies in the Championship. If not, you know, we're, we're beating some uh, uh, academies in the Premiership as well. Um, but, yeah, the squads, the, the, the academy squad, essentially, they did a great job today. And you kind of hope if they keep on at that and can we play them in, in more games come the end of the season, that some of those players will, will be breaking through or if not, will go out on loan to some other championship uh, clubs or probably league one clubs next season and get some more game time and and come back and and play for Reading first team again.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously talking of uh, the Academy players, I I can't imagine we'll see too many of them playing uh, going at least for next week's game, which is uh, Brentford at home, which is a, a huge game. And there's obviously a lot of talk every season around, the FA Cup third round and how teams rotate and and Reading are obviously one of those teams this season and do you feel like this is uh well, maybe not an opportunity wasted but are you that bothered that we're out of the FA Cup or is this a you know is this a real kind of concentrate on the league job
2: uh I think it's a concentrate on the league job I the FA Cup and well in fact both Cups seem to get less relevant every year um although we do have to bear in mind that even steve copple was playing heavily rotated sides in the fa cup so it, reading have a long history of it but unfortunately we used to be slightly better um i think that the league has to be the focus this year if even if you know the the slightest of chance of a promotion push has to be um the the catalyst for focusing on it so yeah i'm not that bothered if anything it's good that the academy guys get a run out um and and as I say on another day, we we definitely could have got something out of that match anyway. So yeah, it's not too problematic for me. I
1: completely agree. It's FA Cup third rounds. There's this whole I think loving around the third, uh, you know, the third round of the FA Cup. The reality of it is, we were playing another team in the championship where we played them twice a year already anyway. You know, and we
0: played them in the League Cup as well.
1: Oh uh, yeah, and we sure. played them in the League Cup. It's I'm not that bothered that we've lost until we, you start getting to the fifth, sixth rounds. I'm not that bothered. It's it's good if we go through. It's not the end of the world if we don't.
0: Yeah, and I think I I mean I I agree with both of you there. And I think the the league is probably the focus. And and talking at the the league, we we're, we're up against Brentford next Saturday, as I said, and that, that's a huge game between two playoff chasing teams currently. And I mean, how, how do you think that game is going to go?
2: Um, Well, bearing in mind how the game at Brentford went, hopefully slightly better, um, I think in many ways I'd be happy with anything that isn't a horrendous loss. Um, I was fairly content before the game at Brentford that we were going to lose, but it was the manner of the loss that was a problem for me, being 3-0 down inside 30 minutes. Um, As long as we're more competitive and nick a draw maybe i mean i know that brentford have those coronavirus problems at the minute which is going to benefit us um without trying to be too crass about it um so maybe we have more of a chance than we did at brentford um our pitch isn't any better than their pitch was so that'll be fun for them to try and play good football on and um yeah i think Competitive, like we have to admit that Brentford are in a better position than we are, like historically in the last few seasons and even this season. So there's no point going into it thinking that we're going to win a game that we might have no chance in. Yeah, the, the, and
0: the, the, can I get a score a prediction better. from you?
1: I would take a nil-nil straight away. Um, if we cannot lose, uh, that would be great. If we do lose, can we just keep it to like, you know, one-nil or something like that?
0: I'll go for a a in a decent for... performance yeah put in a decent performance
2: and and we have seen this year when we keep it tight at the back we've got the players going forward that can nick something so uh, a one nil to reading would be the perfect result i think yeah
0: that would be that would be brilliant for us all i think if we can if we can pull that off for next weekend so thank you for joining us everybody today um unfortunately not the most upbeat podcast ever but certainly not a downbeat one um We'll be back next week before the Brentford game with a preview show. uh, And then we will be live on Periscope and Facebook during the Brentford game next week for our watch along. So make sure you tune in then and join us. Uh, Cheers, Matt and Matt, for joining me today.
2: Thanks. Thanks
0: And uh, we will speak to you all very soon. Cheers.